What's up, everybody? You're listening to World Your Oyster, and this is your host, Paula Sanders, and we are about to get into our very first interview of season two, and I am so excited to introduce you all to Mr. Luca Mornette. At just 21 years old, Luca has amassed a massive following on both Instagram and TikTok, through his lifestyle, fashion, and hair tutorial blogs. He is one of my favorite follows, and he is also one of my favorite people. And we have a really interesting conversation about life as a content creator, how he needs to romanticize every single moment of his life, and what a roller coaster this really has been for him. So if you are somebody that is interested in content creation or just needs to be entertained, this is definitely going to be the episode for you. But before we get into it, I want to get into the pearl of my oyster this week. Now, if you're new here, let me explain to you what the pearl and the oyster is. This is something that I find to be very important that we carry over into season two. And it's something that we started when we first started the show. And the pearl and the oyster is basically, you know, what was our takeaway for the week? What did we learn? What was great? What maybe wasn't so great? But, you know, we had a a little bit of a learning moment in there. So why don't we get into it? (laughs) So I just finished reading an incredible book called The Karma of Success. And I really can't even begin to explain how much this book has affected almost every aspect of my life. So I definitely recommend that you pick this book up, number one. But I want to talk about one piece of this book. And this is the piece where she's talking about manifestation. And she says that most people, when they manifest, they actually go into it without giving a direct call to the universe. So instead of saying, I want to have the most successful podcast, I want to have 9 million streams per episode by... June of 2024, and I want to be picked up by a major network by September of 2024. Instead, we're really vague and we say, I want to have a successful podcast that has lots of listeners and is really making an impact on people's lives in six to 12 months from now. Now, could you imagine if you went about doing anything else in your life in that way? She actually put it this way. If you were going to a diner, right? And you wanted blueberry pancakes and bacon, you wouldn't say to the waitress, "Mm, you know what? I am looking for something a little bit sweet and a little bit savory. And, you know, maybe within the next hour or so, because you would absolutely not get what you want. And you would be sitting there hungry for a pretty long time. So why is it that we treat our manifestations in a way that we're vague about them? And we really need to stop doing this. We need to be specific about what we're putting out there into the universe. And I never thought about this until I read it. And I think it is obviously because we're trying to protect ourselves from not reaching our goals and maybe feeling a little bit of failure. But what I've also learned is that manifestation is so powerful. And if you really put all of your emphasis into these things that you are putting out there into the universe, they will come back to you. So The pearl in my oyster this week is that I learned that I need to be more specific about my manifestations. And I hope that you will too. So go out and read this book. It's called The Karma of Success. It's by Liz Tran. It's a pretty fast read. It's like 250 pages. So just get out there and do it. And now on that note, let's talk about Luca Mornette, Instagram, TikTok, all of the things. Let's get into it. Luca! Hi! Bonjour, bestie! Bonjour! How are you? Welcome to World's Your Oyster. How are you? Thank you. Good. Very excited. (laughs) I can't can't wait. This is my first podcast, guys. You're going to crush it. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind. I'm so excited. A little hungover, but (laughs) you know, we're rallying. We're rallying. Listen, guys, it's Fashion Week here in New York City. And I felt like, what better time than right now 
to interview Luca, who is absolutely crushing it on both TikTok and IG. And I feel like I met you when you first moved to New York. I think you were here for maybe a couple of weeks or something like that. No, no, years. (laughs) Oh, years? Why did I think it was weeks? No, no, a year and a half. You met me into it. But but COVID COVID (laughs) happened. So let's just say I was out for six months. So but you had a baby following when I first met you. It was it was really nothing. And you were like, oh baby, I'm just having fun, you know, like I'm finding my groove, my bonjour bestie, like you know, whatever. And I was like, no, no, no. I feel like there's like something, there's something here, and I'm just really excited to watch you grow. And look how much you've blossomed over the last year and a half. I mean, now we're securing like major brand partnerships. You're coming out with new innovative content every single day, which is what I am most interested in. Cause I'm like, how, how does he do it? All of your videos that you do at home definitely have their own vibe and they have, it almost seems as if there's some sort of prescription is the best word I could think of that you've really figured out and you know, what works for your followers. How did you start to begin to develop that voice and style for your content? And how long did it take for you to begin to start to see the fruits of your labor? And And I mean, exactly. By the likes, by the follows, by the comments. Very interesting because I've always been a non-niche influencer where I've always wanted to do everything, whether it's hair, beauty, fashion, lifestyle, travel. Like, because for me... I don't think there should be a niche because it's so, it puts you in a box, which is great because I think you will grow more if you do because you're an expert at what you do. But I've always felt the need to do everything. And like, I know my hair videos perform way better than any videos every single time. I'm guaranteed almost always 100,000 overviews, which is amazing. But at the same time, I don't want to be the hair guy. Like, I want to be the New York fashion guy. I want to be the Paris traveling, like the going to Wyoming next week vlog person, you know, like everything. And so I really think I've tried to incorporate everything in everything. Like, if that makes any sense, like, <laughs> I know, like, it's my Frenchness coming up. But um, just, like, doing hair videos. And then I really try to do three videos a day now. So you post three a day? I try to. Yeah. It's not always at all. But, like, I really try to. Which is not, it's it's hard, but, like, some videos take way less time than others. I really try to do one hair which always works and pushes the other videos, which also helps. And then one fashion, maybe like a fit check in the street, if I'm outside with an outfit. And then one like, or get ready with me. And then one lifestyle where it's either a vlog or going to experience a new restaurant in New York or going to Brooklyn and thrifting, you know, different things. And now how do you get the inspiration? Because you are really creative. I find that like, I'll try to do a get ready with me. And instead it's like me fumbling with, you know, trying to open up my concealers and I'm breaking my Chanel foundations. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) You know, like that's whole video. I'm like, I can't even begin to tell a story here because I'm literally, and I'm sweating. I'm sweating. The lighting is terrible in my bathroom. Like, how do you kind of, like you just turn the camera on and you're like, whatever comes out, comes out? Or are you kind of, okay, this is what I want to talk about. I've rehearsed it maybe a few times. Yeah. I think I, I think a little bit, obviously, before doing the videos of like, oh, but what am I going to do today? You know? And like every morning, sometimes I dread it. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like it's so hard to always be inspired. And I'm really not always inspired, but I try to be. First of all, I think living in New York really helps, but now, if we take it back to the bedroom, like... <laughs> take it back to the I know. bedroom. Literally, no, but we're on, we're on chairs. But <laughs> um, yeah, if we take it back into my space, I think I just wake up. The first thing I do is just shower. And then I'll think. And I'll be like, okay, like, you know, my hair's still wet. And like, it's drying. And I'll be like, okay, what hairstyle do I do today? And... It's weird because sometimes I just have memories or I dream of this person or like 
we talk about it the last night at dinner. Like I just did Stefan Salvatore from Vampire Diaries, his hair or whatever. And it was because I was talking with, oh, I was talking with Kate about Fashion Week. And then I went back to her account back in February when we both went to this event and she photobombed Paul Wesley, Stefan Salvatore. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing his hair tomorrow. And I knew. And every day it's different. I can go on Pinterest. I think it's really the vibe like of the day. Yeah. Sunday I'm like, okay, let's do like a spiky hair fun. Uh, or let's do Ralph Lauren, very classy. And I find that the classy videos do better, which is funny. Interesting. Interesting, I know. Which you wouldn't think because you would think people don't want to wear their hair slick to the side, perfect. You yeah. Know, you can get over it more natural and more normal. But uh, in general, just finding inspiration. My best advice to anyone is pick up the camera, pick up the phone. If you have no inspiration, just go about your day and film. It really will trigger something in your brain and your creativity will spark. And, and you'll think, oh my God, like I can do this. Or, oh my God, like I saw Target, let me do a Target haul. Or like, oh my God, like it's just thinking of every little thing in your daily life. You have to show everything, which might not come to you naturally because for you going to get coffee is whatever. But for some people that don't live in New York, that live in bumfuck nowhere in the middle of the States. Right. It, they like, want, they want to see that. to them or yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's... And it's all about how you film it, how you narrate. Like you could, I film my, sometimes I go to Trader Joe's, I film my groceries, but the way I narrate it is, it's like grocery shopping as a French in the US and I'll be like. Which is brilliant, by the way. I think it's so smart. I know. And I'll be like, and I'll be like, and you have, really have to use your unique, stuff like about yourself and I'll your be like USP by the way which you probably learned at that? FIT yes. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Unique, unique selling, selling points, points. <laughs> um, but yeah it's like I'll go to Trader Joe's and I'll be like I'll record everything and then say like I pick up the almond milk and I'll be like ever since moving to the US I've been bullied for drinking 2% milk so now I switched to almond milk or my dermatologist told me you know, like not to drink almond milk because it will make me seem break out. And everyone in the U.S. seems to have adopted that. So is that true? Yeah, I make my own almond milk. But what oh, is it? Good. Is it the additives in the almond milk? No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying because I used to drink two percent. Ah, that's whole milk that cows, okay. like yeah. real animals. <laughs> I know. No, for my like 18 years of life, and then I moved here, and everyone bullied me. And they were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Even at coffee shop, I would get looks asking for real milk. <laughs> well, it's like the I, opposite happens in, in Paris. In Europe, they're strange. like... Yeah, you have to like really fight for almond, which usually they don't have. No, they don't. Now it's like kind of coming over the edge. Maybe coming. by next summer, Not we'll even. be able to get a nice coffee. Yeah. That's, that'll be yeah. the next big oh, yes. thing yes. That, we, that we conquer over there in Europe. Yes. But one thing I've also really admired that you do on TikTok in particular is you're really open about your struggles with your skin, yeah. which is something that's so difficult, even for somebody like myself. I've, I've recently, well, I've kind of always gone through this little thing with my chin, but recently I had like this crazy hormonal like breakout all over my face. And it was like, you know, for somebody like myself who is in front of people all day long, and then I have this and there's a camera in my face. It really is like, you know, it's horrible. And I was still, yeah. uh, as I was going through this, I was trying to document it all yeah. because I wanted to be able to share partly an inspiration because I've seen you share so much. And, you know, how did you make that decision? And that's another thing too that I wanted to ask you because I knew that when I was filming those things and I had pimples on my face and, you know, I have makeup and men have makeup too, all of those things. But, you know, it's really hard to look back at that film of yourself when you do have yeah. a breakout, which is like, nobody asked for it, right? There's nothing that I can do about that breakout. Doesn't make me any less beautiful, but why do I feel less beautiful? Yeah. Why am I struggling to post this when I know that it can help so many other yeah. people and to show that we're not perfect. And I think that that message that you share all the time is so perfect. And now you get to do it with partnerships, which yeah, is amazing. Great. <laughs> we're getting paid now. We're getting, we're getting paid now. And the skin is looking <clears throat> amazing, by the way. But you did Accutane, right? I, or... I just put tinted moisturizer. <laughs> so that's what it is. <laughs> but what made you decide to share? Or was it really coming yeah. from a place of like, hey, I'm seeing this. I'm yeah. looking at my own face all day, which can sometimes yeah, get yeah. a little bit crazy. Yeah, no, I love this question, really. I I did Accutane twice. 
once I was living in China and I, I did a treatment from a doctor there and I left, I did, I started a treatment in May, which was so stupid because don't start Accutane in the summer. You're asking for bad things to happen. And then I left, I always leave for two months in the summer to Europe. And um, especially back then when I was in high school and the doctor had prescribed me a very low dose, which ended up like it's normal to purge in, on Accutane, but my skin wasn't that bad. I maybe had five pimples kind of constantly on my skin, which whatever, you know, it's not, I'm not the end of the world. It was pretty good looking back, you know, and, and then I purged crazy, crazy. I'll literally send you photos you can insert. It was terrible, but I stayed super confident, I think, because I knew it was because of Accutane. Right. And that was what I was holding on to. It was like, okay, like, it's fine. I don't care. It's from Accutane. In nine months, my skin will be more beautiful than it's ever been. So I just lived, lived my life and I went out to the club and even my siblings are like, how are you so comfortable with yourself? Like you were so pimply. Like I'll literally send you pictures, like so pimply, like you won't recognize. And so after that, I don't know, it really brought me confidence. I felt confident during the time, which was amazing because... That's great. Yeah. And like all my friends were perfect skin. And anyways, then I went to New York. My skin started breaking out again. I re-went on Accutane. Not very nice. Didn't really do anything I have to say. And so at the time, I wouldn't post because of my skin because I would like find myself ugly when I film. And it's so hard to film when you don't feel confident. Like your voice is more low and like you're not expressive. And even like if my hair's not done, I have pimples, like I don't want to film. So I really kind of like were very slow with my content, posting very like unregularly, which was very stupid at the time because it's when I think TikTok was the biggest growing like platform and, and it was so easy to blow up, I think. Like way more easy than it is now. But then after time, you know, I felt like, okay, like, I have to post. I love doing this. I love posting. I love filming. And like, it makes me sad that I don't do it because of my skin. So I started again. And at the time, my skin was really clear because I, I just had finished Accutane and then it started breaking out again. And I was like, fuck, whatever. Right. And then the beauty filter really helps. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's, I, it's turned on. I used to turn it off every time, but now it turned on. <laughs> Just because, I don't know. Yeah, that beauty filter is nice. Like, it looks natural. I'm yeah. like, mm, might as well, like, Yeah, you the know. Paris filter is also amazing on Instagram. Yes. Like, you know, if we yeah. could all see ourselves as In we filters. Look, yeah. Well, but the thing is, is that honestly, also, you don't, I know for sure that I'm not as ugly as I look when I look at myself without that filter. No, like, you I are. just, I, I know that. Oh, well, thank you so Paula much. Paula is the most beautiful. Oh. Well, Her eyes. <laughs> thank incredible. You. Thank you. But I, like, those cameras are harsh on you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. But I know that, I know for sure, even myself, like I was inspired watching some of those videos because I was like, you know what? It's really brave to like, to have those conversations. Skin is one of those things that it's like, it sucks because we all do what we're supposed to be doing. We, you know, I'm sure we're using great products. Yeah. But sometimes it really is it just does, like your, yeah. your body composition. And, yeah, you know, that's just- It's inside. Just, it's, it's inside, exactly, 100%. Mm -hmm. So, well, I'm glad to see that you are feeling yeah. confident. And yeah. I think I really came to terms with my skin. Every now and then I'll be like, so not confident about it. I won't film that day, but I think whatever, you know. Also, there's concealer, which I'm playing with way more now, <laughs> especially right now at Fashion Week. It's like… I found an amazing concealer, by yeah. the way, for $10. Ooh, where? At Target. Oh. Eyes, lips, face. Oh. At ALF. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elf. Amazing. Wow, I need to try. $10. Yeah, Good. we have to go after this. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally obsessed. Ah. It's like such a hack. Like, And it stays on all day. Really? It's perfection. Yeah, I need. So when did you decide, because obviously you're in school for all this time, you just graduated. So when do you decide that you're going to have at this full time? Was it something like, you know, you obviously you said the following has been growing for a really long time. Was it like getting paid partnerships that made you think, okay, I could turn a career into this. Is this still, you know, what you want mm -hmm, to do? And, mm -hmm. you know, what are your thoughts on all of this? 
Yeah, I um, graduated in December. At first, I wanted a job. I definitely want a job, I think. I don't know. Getting myself to look for jobs was pretty hard at first. And being, Why do you think that? It was just like, sorry, I was like I'm having a great time. Yeah, it was just like I just finished university and I don't know. I didn't like feel like my resume was good enough. I don't know. I kind of de- demotivated myself. But then I started looking. I was like, okay, let me just look. And then I felt like it was really hard as an international student. Like, because you have to tick that box that says you need a visa later on. And I think... Just be worth it to the company. I think a hundred, uh, 99 out of 100 companies will not even look at your applications if you take it. And then, okay, so December happened. My work visa card arrived in February. So until February, I couldn't even work, couldn't make money, nothing. And so you had all day to create content. Yes, exactly. And I think in the beginning, I didn't take that opportunity at first. But then I went to Miami in January for a birthday and I got a call from the social media person at Paul Smith, Brandon, who we love. And um, he, shout out to Brandon. Shout by out the way. to Brandon. <laughs> and he he called me saying, you know, like, uh, do you want to do Paris Fashion Week and film content behind the scenes for the brand, like not as an influencer, so not my face, but like behind the scene, user generated content. You know what I mean? So like, kind of the BTS of their account. And I was like, oh my god, yeah. And then like he gave me the budget, and I was like. And at first he was like, we can pay for your just way and back business class. But then like, that's it. We don't have any more budget. And I was like, oh, what's the budget? And he told me and I was like, oh, forget about business class. I don't care. I'll just take the, the check. <laughs> I'll get myself economy on a one-stop flight to save money. And I'll fly myself out there and keep the money, which is what I did. I filmed the content. It was amazing. I met the team and I felt like I really loved it. And also it was such a great opportunity to, to like... Be a build, Paris, yeah. Paris Fashion Week. Yeah, that and also build my portfolio as like also someone that can do content for brands, not just me, mm-hmm. like as an influencer. And so as soon as I got on the plane back to New York, I got an email saying, we loved your work, da, da, da. We already want you to come to London next month for a campaign, like to shoot a TikTok campaign for our store, whatever. Something like that. Wait, are you like pinch me at this point? Like, are you oh, freaking yeah, I was out? Like, like, no, what, on, I mean, I would be freaking out. No, on the airplane, I was like, oh, wow, like, oh my God, I get to travel so much. Like my dream, like right. getting paid to travel, my absolute dream, like my dad, truly. And I was already like, oh my God, amazing. And then I negotiated rates and I was like, wow, like so much, so amazing. Like the money is incredible, you know, like I don't think I could make that in a regular job in a starting position at all. You know, I would have to work a month for what I can do in in a day, which is crazy. And so I was like, okay, like, let me try this, you know, like I'll apply to jobs for my visa because I need to be sponsored still to this day. Fuck. <laughs> Any and, sponsors? Let us know. <laughs> yes, yes, because we don't want to get deported. No, uh-huh. we need him here in the US. Now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so then I, I got back to New York after London and I really started producing way more content. I was like three videos a day, every day. Luca, like, come on, you know, and, and there's this, do you listen to Emma Chamberlain's podcast? Anything Every goes? once in a while. I'm like... You're big into it. Yeah, I don't listen to many podcasts, but like she, like, I listen religiously all the time. It's all just stream of consciousness, right? Yes. She just kind of, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's my therapist, truly. And she said, and I love that advice. It's like, try something 100% for a month. And if you don't like it, then quit it after, but at least try every single day for a month to do what you want to do and, and persist. Great advice. Because doing a week, you will never see results. Like thinking you can blow up in a week is impossible. Even thinking you can blow up in a month is really… Is impossible. It's impossible. Also, <laughs> yeah, you need… But, but at least if you do a month, you get the hang of it. Right. So that was my mentality. And then I started doing hair and it popped off. And I was like, oh my God, like it's popping off crazy. Like 
this is my window to really do hair and to really grow my account because it really had been kind of stale at like like 100 i think it was like 170,000 i think or 140 something like that and it was very stale growing not growing and the hair thing made me realize that i've never taken the opportunity when something goes viral you have to jump on what you did you can't just leave it at that and i would always have say i would get 3 million views on something I would leave it there and never look back and be like, that's done. I did it. Not looking back, not going to reproduce this type of content, whatever, which was so stupid. So then when I did the hair, I was like, oh my God, this is my window. Let me not fuck up this time. And so I was like, I'm going to do hair every single day. I'm sure some won't do good. I'm sure some will do amazing. And then slowly by slowly, like a week, two weeks later, after doing my first hair viral video, I got... 20 million views on a hair video. I know. 20 million? Yeah. And then I did another one two days later, 25 million. And I was like, holy shit. And I was getting 5,000, 10,000 followers a day at, at the, like, that was. And comments and likes. Yeah. And all, the, all, all the time. All the fanfare. Yes. And that was six months ago. And it was so exciting. And I was like, oh my God, like, so exciting. And I was already putting together documents to send out to brands. Right. Pitches. Pitches, but not even pitches. It was kind of like, I've never done this. So I was like, I just took a, a page document and I kind of put a screenshot of my videos, the amount of likes. And then I did a whole summary of like how many views total. And it was like something like 300 million views, something insane. And 70,000 shares and like something crazy. And I was like, it's like just to prove to hair brands. Yeah, you have the reach. That I have the reach and also hair and beauty are the highest paying brands. So I was like, mm, let me like, let me get a piece of the cake. Like, <laughs> let's jump. Up. Like, cause I don't know how long this is going to last. So, <laughs> so yeah. And then that really sparked like my go, 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 go. Like, and ever since then, I've been getting a lot more sponsorships. And I also think it's because now I can work. And also I sent to an agency Oh, you did. Which one are you with? Ponte Firm, which uh, my friend Audrey introduced me to. The first few months, it was like a little bit slow. It's very hard, I think, to adjust to agency setting because it's very different. But like, I feel like it's picking up. It really is. And like member uh, sponsorships, not memberships. <laughs> I'm with Paula. It's very hard <laughs> not to think about She's that. She's the membership girl. She's the membership queen. <laughs> I, and, and so, yeah, sponsorships are coming. And it's great. And it's it's so much motivation. And also a good advice, I think, is like, well, I mean, I think everyone knows, like doing sponsorship is amazing, but you really need to keep organic content. Because if you flood your page with sponsorship and everyone probably knows this, yeah. it's like, first of all, these videos very rarely do good. Even if you have 10 million followers, you can get 10,000 views, you know, like it doesn't matter. Sponsorships rarely do good. And if you flood your page, TikTok picks it up and really flags you down. And I think that's what happened. One time it happened to me and my views tanked from like an average of 20,000 views to 4,000 views. And I was so worried. Yeah, and what do you was, do on a day like that? Are you like... Oh my God, I was so worried. That was in December, right before I started really. And that's what drove me. I was like, oh my God, the thought of losing this that I loved so much. And I felt like I, I built little brick by little brick. And you know, my following didn't... It's not a million followers, but it's, it's something. And it, it started little by little. And I feel like the people stayed which is amazing because I feel like you can have a moment and then you'll have a thousand views for the rest of your yeah. TikTok career. But I feel like because I built it so slowly and, and steadily, people really got attached to it. And now I, I feel like I have some real people there. 
I really feel as if you bring us into, obviously you bring us into your home, you bring us into your day-to-day life and that's what's really important. And I think that's why your following and your followers really stick around with you. Like I know myself, I always look forward to looking at your content and I like whenever a a video does come up, I then will click on your page and go through because it's, well, because also TikTok is so weird. I know, it's addictive. Well, it's also just weird. It's like, I don't get like, there's no- um, A chronological. Chronological, like, you know, whatever. So yeah, it'll show me a video of yours from like, like November. Okay, yeah. And then I'll be crazy. like, oh wait, let me go back. It's it's very strange yeah, in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and that's the thing too, like to come from an outsider's perspective, obviously, you know, I don't, I'm not like huge into any of these apps, but when I do decide to hit follow, it's because I've seen one video that I like and then I go on their page and then I see more of the same yeah. videos. And I'm like, okay, this is content that I want to see on like an on a yeah, everyday basis. basis. And that's what gets me to kind of click, yeah, click that follow. Um, and follow. And then it's funny because given the algorithm, then sometimes I'll probably, I never see these people's content ever again, yes. which is really frustrating, Very. which is why I get really even more impressed with people like yourself that have all of these views and likes and comments and shares because I'm like, so weird because I'll follow yeah, people and I never, never get shown their again. content again. I know, so me too. That means like a lot, you're a lot of people are following yeah. along to be able to get that. No, or yeah. like it's for you pages of people that are not even following uh-huh. you that are liking your content, yeah. which that's a whole other side of the business, which I'm sure as someone that went to school for marketing and advertising, you probably find the analytic portion yeah. of this business interesting. And, you know, how much do you let the analytics drive what you do and how much do you let it affect you? I, okay, so I have a very strange, actually, relationship with analytics. I, I don't know, like, I trust them, obviously. But the thing is, it's never just an analytic to me. Because, like, they always say, if your viewership dips in the first three seconds, then your video won't go viral, right? It's like, if you don't hook them within the first three seconds, it's over. But I don't know if that's true. It's very strange. I really think it's a lot of luck. And I don't know. It's it's very strange. But I got an advice from a very professional person that knows a lot about TikTok. And she told me to get content go viral, you have to be very consistent, not only of posting it three times a day, say, but really posting at the same times that you usually post. So somebody told me to, yeah. My times is 9 or 11, then it's 3 p.m., 5 p.m. Mm. And that's and usually after 5 p.m. I really don't try to, but obviously I'm not going to be on the dot 3 p.m. It's like, okay, 2.52 or like whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yesterday I posted at 2.30. But like around the time you post, apparently it triggers something in the algorithm. Not even your viewers, but um, analytics are so interesting. And like, I really look at the times my followers are there. I think that's the one I use the most. Right. So before you post, you'll look to see, okay, are my followers like- Yeah, alive, you know? Yeah. But like most days- it's the same, but you can see the curve of the hours. And that's what I really look for. Because I, I have a lot of following in the US, but also a lot in Europe. I have some in Latin America. Like, it's very strange because I, I didn't know, like, there's a following in Turkey. How cool is that, though, for you? No, I know. It's incredible. But it's like, wow. Yeah. It, it's strange because then you don't know when to post. You don't know who's your biggest audience. You know, there's French people that follow me and... They're six hours ahead. Yeah, no, it's true. I have a a girlfriend of mine who's quite big on TikTok and she always has to post it around 11 or 12 at night, which is like- Wow, that's late. Yeah, and she does it though. She does it because I guess she has a big following somewhere in the world. I didn't ask her. But we happened to be out and an alarm went off on her phone and I'm like- what are you, you doing? She's like, oh, I have to post. Like, everything are you was- taking your pill? Yeah. <laughs> That's usually what it goes off. Yeah, for. yeah, exactly. But not at 10 at night. Uh, um, you know, it was like, uh, it, it was. it's just interesting to me, you know, but it's like, listen, if that's yeah. money in your in your pocket, then like, baby, post whenever you, if you got to wake up at 2 a.m. and hit, it, hit the button, like, no, go yeah. for it. I, I totally get that. It's crazy. And now how do you, because I, I've been looking and I noticed that uh, your Instagram is a bit different from your TikTok. Yes. You know, your Instagram is a lot more, I would say, like perfect images, more lifestyle. Yes. Like this is my fabulous Girl, life. I try. <laughs> no, it, it really is. And and it seems that also like 
a lot of your images on your Instagram are either taken by a professional, not on a real camera, rather not a professional camera, mm, like on a real camera yeah, yeah. than on the iPhone. iPhone. So is that done intentionally? That's so funny you say that. Well, first of all, I want to shout out my boyfriend for <laughs> taking my pictures sometimes. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> it's only because he wants his picture no, taken I love, after. I love my boyfriend, Julian. <laughs> But no, it's funny because Julian always says that my Instagram is way too modelly, way too like. And I'm like, no, Julian, I want it this way. Yeah. Purposefully for brands, first of all, I feel like it's very important. And like, I would love to move more towards luxury. And I think Instagram is, that allows me. But to speak about content on Instagram. Yeah, I've been taking a lot of pictures on the G7X. Who Julian actually, he just bought one. What is that, a Nikon or a Canon? It's a Canon. G7X, you know, it's popping right now. G7X is popping. Yeah, with the flash. With the flash. No, it's the the thing, I swear. Okay. Um, Buying, putting in cart right now, trust. It's kind of expensive. (laughs) Like, I I had one, my flash broke. And I didn't get myself to buy one because it's like $900, which is a lot. Maybe we add to cart for Christmas. Yes, that's like big budget. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a big budget, budget, you know. But other than that, I'd say G7X, film cameras, just whatever one you can get at CVS, honestly. And then you're what? Uploading the files that you get from… Because now like yeah. when you get print… When you get I film, don't print, yeah. Right, usually. When, you, get get, when you bring it to their thing, they'll give yeah. you it on the digital. Okay, yes. got it. Got always, it. always. I go to Luster on the East Village, which is great. Oh, yes. in the hood. Yeah, it's Luster. good. Luster. And… Um, it's actually popping. You should you should look. It's funny. It's I very, think I know exactly where it is. Oh actually. yeah, it's very yeah, hip. Yeah, it's I know very exactly hip. Where it is. Luster and I do some phone, but my phone. Yeah, I do. I do phone stuff, but less. I agree. I think I. I don't know. It's really depends on what I want. But honestly, like I try everything. I like every medium. I don't want to be just film because that's too much for me. I don't want to be just digital. But I try a little bit of everything. And also a big, big advice is post on reels. I post my reels, but not on feed. And that's my big advice. And I probably shouldn't say this because I don't want anyone else to know. What he means is take click the button that says don't post to yes. your grid, right? Yes. Is that what you mean? Yes. But I find that when I do that, which yes, I get that. And they have to really like your content to like it. That's yeah. number one. So like likes will be lower, but views will be higher. That's if you have a small following like me anyway, these are just going to no, be. No, but so you, you will grow surprisingly. So because your followers don't really see it. No, you're going to like, you're going to die hearing how much I grew from that. And like, really? I shouldn't say this. Be- and I've promised myself not to say this because I'm, I'm gatekeeping. So just click the button. That's all. It's very easy. Click the button. Click the button. Your friends actually, your followers won't see your reels. So they won't think you're cringe if you're posting every day. Exactly. And new people will continue to see those reels. And it's the best way to grow right now on Instagram. And I've seen that a couple of other like people that do the, you know, I don't know why I am constantly flooded by like, want to grow your Instagram? Here's how. Uh, <laughs> no, that, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, do like, they say that? Oh my God. Really? Well, one of them. Yeah, I saw it last week. That's when I started to do it. Yes. So it's definitely guys okay, like. Okay, do it. So that's the number one me. hack. If there's one thing that you take from this episode today, that should be the one is what you're saying. And I'll tell you something else. Use hashtags. I used to think hashtags were so cringe. I was always that person that was like, why is she putting so many hashtags? Like, what's going on, you know? (laughs) So my friend, she puts a lot of hashtags. In the comment? Like, in the caption? No, in the caption. So you want to make your caption long enough so you don't see the hashtags. Because you don't want people to see because it's weird. But it triggers something and they think it's cringe or they think you're just trying to grow. I don't know. But you write a lengthy caption, which is what I always try to do. Then you hashtag and then you have your list of hashtags and anything. And that's what my friend told me. It's like anything you can think about that relates to this video, hashtag it. So it'd be like hair men, hair men's hairstyles, men's hairstyles. Uh, Whatever. Leonardo, all the products, yeah, Everything, everything. You know, all those different things. So. Yes. And I think really putting that on top of the undoing the reels on the grid really has boosted my stuff 
which is amazing because I this is now a new, fully new audience. It's 147 or 130,000 new people, not TikTok people coming to Reels. It's crazy. Which is crazy. Do you waste your time doing the, like putting the keywords in your videos and hiding them? No. You don't? No, I don't think, it, I don't think. You don't think it, I don't think it does anything either. No. Honestly, I'm stopping. No, no. <laughs> because I think, it takes a lot of time, no, believe it or I'm not. Sure. It's like, write the word out, drag it down, no. write the word out, drag it down. And I'm like, and then sometimes even on TikTok, it won't like, it won't even, um, what is that called? When they put the thing on the top that'll like classify your video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the search bar. You're well, exactly, right. Exactly. The search yes, bar. Yes, so yes, that yes. people can like. That's you. that's important. So right. that's a new thing I've taken in is the search bar. And and that's through hashtags, I'm telling you. And that's what I heard though with the keywords. That's the keywords, when you do the yes. hidden, you do the hidden keywords. Yeah. That's but it doesn't but always don't hide them. Just put them as a hashtag. They'll take you less time. Yeah, and it exactly. does the same thing. Yeah, you're right. Truly. And it's true that the search bar. You want it to understand what your content is about to push it to the people that want to see that type of content. Because TikTok and Instagram Reels are going to become the next Google search. That's what you always have to keep in mind, which is what I've learned. You need to keep in mind that the world is going in a way that all of these social media platforms are going to be coming the next wave of search engines. So whatever and you're making in your content, you want, and I, and I actually have been testing it because I want to start using social media in that way. So like, I wanted to see how other people are making almond milk, totally. right? Cause I started making my own almond milk yeah. and you know, I put in almond milk. I put in yes. homemade almond milk. I put in almond cow because that was one of the machines that I was looking into. Uh-huh. And I saw all these different people and their content, which, yes. which is awesome. It's crazy. And it's true. It's so weird because you don't even think anymore. You go to TikTok and you'll, you'll search Paris things to do instead of going to a guide on the internet. I don't know, but it's, it's crazy. Or like best coffee in New York. Since it's like un, almost always under a minute, it's so much more quick. You don't have to think. You don't have to read. You don't have to like watch a long YouTube video with an intro, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like DIY for this. Boom. Yeah. No, it's amazing. So what happens from here now that you've grown to a place, which I'm sure you're happy with it. You're securing lots of fruitful partnerships. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from here? What are you looking forward to? And what are you aspiring to do next? I want to keep growing. I think growing is still in the cards for sure. Like I won't stop period. Not even till I have a million followers. It'll happen eventually. It's hard. I think as a guy and maybe gay also, I think it's harder because you know, the girls don't necessarily want to follow you because you're doing hair for men or fashion for men. And the straights don't want to follow you because maybe your your style is too gay or <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean whatever I never that means. That. Wow. No, it's true. It's true. It's really I think it's really harder to grow, which is why most successful influencers are girl, because they consume way more, I think. Because they get the follow from the men and the women and yeah, the and gays and the, exactly. the and the lesbians. They get, exactly. they get it from it from all angles. Exactly. Because, because it's, it's either a first drop or whatever. And also the women sell way more because psychologically women are more likely to buy than men from seeing something. Mm, That's so interesting. Unless it's something really men targeted. But like, say I post a cute little sweater, most of the buyers would probably be women. My audience, maybe not, but like, yeah, the women have a quicker purchase decision. You know, I'm no. sure you scroll on the real real sometimes and you're like, mm, let me add this to car. Oh, 100%. I always say if I see something on Instagram and it's under like someone selling something on Instagram that I'm interested in, if it's under $150, I don't even think twice. I just buy it. See, that's and crazy. And then I forget that I even bought it. I, like, I don't. I don't think I've ever bought anything off of someone oh. promoting it. Not even the this. I'll show you. Which is the other, it's the this, other hack. This is the <laughs> hack, guys. It's. Sticks to literally anything. Anything. Well, Well, maybe not this. We'll stick to that. It's metal. You just hardly. You didn't stick it on. But yeah, I. I. I, It's crazy. And uh, what's next for me? Keep growing. Always, I think being positive. It's so hard to be creative, but the city moves so fast, and you have to make your own opportunities. Like also in content, maybe like your days so 
you have nothing during your day because you know you don't always have something so invent something yeah. or do something romanticize everything in your life that's yes, kind of what i say that it's is just, so like even if it's making pasta like yes. and, and we're talking like literally boiling water and putting the dry pasta no, in like for real <laughs> you can make that interesting if you want to be creative and you want to take it seriously no and that's so true yeah. and 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 romanticize cringe as it is like that video i posted a video of me and my boyfriend going to the empire state building and you you just saw it and it's like something I would have never thought to film, right? right? And Julian was like, oh, like, let's film, let's film or something. I think he said something. And I was like, well, you're right. Like, this is cute. I know this would do good because it's cute. You know, it's, it's love. It's, it's love. Empire State Building. It's New York City. It's dramatic. Yeah. Like, it's giving Gossip Girl vibes at midnight. Chuck and Blair on the top of the Empire State Building. And like, it's just like. Film everything. It doesn't matter. And then clip it together later on. And yeah, and maybe get a job eventually. I, I do want to use my marketing like for good or and even learn, you know, learn yeah. more things. I'm sure. And then one day create a brand is like my dream for sure. Well, that was going to be my next question. I like to Ooh. leave all of my guests with the room to leave a manifestation out there in the space. So what is something that you would like to manifest for yourself? It could be big, it could be small. I see my life like, I feel like this is just the start and I want to be successful. I manifest a brand. I manifest keeping being creative. I manifest an apartment like yours <laughs> where I can film amazing content because light is so important. <laughs> I really want to like be more fashionable, I think. I love styling too. I find it really fun. Maybe creative direct, like artistic direction. Like love taking pictures. Just more creativity all in all. And just growing and having fun and posting, 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 posting. But not in a bad way, in a good way. Like I think... I'm, with intention. Yes, with intention. I think people are inspired. And I inspire myself. Like I'll take any event and, and make it into something bigger than it is. Like... <laughs> Like, really? Like, it can be going to a wedding. Like, it'll be fucking Sophia Richie's wedding. Like, <laughs> I'm like... I love that. <laughs> no, it's true. I'm like, you need to make it seem like this is the fucking Met Gala. And that is the role of the content creator, truly. Because exactly. I go to an event, I take one photo, if that. And that's why I'm not a content creator, you know? But like... My friends and like yourself, you know, they go to an event and it's like, it's the most, I'm like, I was at that yes. same event and I didn't quite have that. No, exactly. But and that's why they pay you guys the big bucks. No, and, <laughs> and it's also funny because the getting ready for me usually is more fun than the event itself. Not every time, but like, right? Oh, for me, 100%. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And I love the first five minutes and then I'm like, okay, we're good here. Let's go. Uh, I love, <laughs> I'm just like. Yes. Yeah. Just like, whatever. Just doing Getting my ready, feeling rad, myself. Yeah. Rad. I'm like, what are we going to do today? I'm in my robe. <laughs> and I always take inspiration from like these Vogue videos, getting ready for the Met Gala. And I'm like, I feel like that's me. And I, it's not, but like, I'm like, let's this make this me. Right. That's what I want to do. You're making your version of that every single day, which is yeah. amazing. And look at all of this like beautiful content that you'll get to look back at for the rest of your life and be yes. like, wow, I was so cringy. And this. <laughs> no, probably. I love that. But no, you know, don't think you're cringe, I think. I mean, I am cringe sometimes for sure. Yeah, no. We it's, all are. I, I keep saying this and this is my second time I said this this week, even on the podcast, I'm in my cringy era. So watch out. Yeah. It's they, all good. As you should, because people will laugh, but when you are going to have followers or money or whatever it is, like, they won't love no more. They, and also, they'll want to be your friends. <laughs> exactly. You can look at your bank account and just laugh at them. No, it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Or your true. life experiences. Like, you know, there's so much that's also attached to, and I, I feel like I don't want to go on and on and on, but there's so much that, that is attached with doing what you do. And obviously a big part of that comes with going to events and being yes. invited to events. And, you know, it becomes a huge part of the social calendar and your life. Yes. And they're pivotal to what you do, right? Because you need interesting things to share. As you said, get outside of your bedroom. Yes. I think that's also another huge perk of the job, mm -hmm. but it is also still part of the job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's such an interesting sphere, but I do think like that the events, like that makes me so inspired. 
like right now fashion week i'm like like let's do what outfit you know i'm like today i was like i'm thinking oh my god i should go to brooklyn to this thrift store i love stella dallas and pick up an outfit for tonight like you know feel fabulous do something new it's fun My last question for you, darling, and thank you so much for taking the time, especially during this crazy week of Fashion Week. Just any advice for somebody that is just starting in a, or dreaming of having a career in social media, what would your advice be for them? First of all, do it for you. And like, that's a good advice my friend gave me, a big creator. Even when the money comes in, don't do it for the money. Keep doing it for your own pleasure because that's when you lose yourself. Also, very, very important, don't live for your content. I felt that way so many times, different periods of times, like it has happened on repeated occasions where I will go get a coffee simply to film it, which is so sad and it's so sad. It's so embarrassing to say, but like, it's like, you really become... Your online personality? Yes, and like, you really do things for that. Like tonight, like if I go to Brooklyn to get close later, like it's not going to be just to film it. I will film it because I need to post stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's not just to film it. It's really because, oh, I missed that store. I really want a new outfit. I'm not just going to go spend for my content. Like, so don't lose yourself in your content. Don't, don't live for your content. It's so important. And it's going to take time to be used to filming yourself in public. But it's important. Also, very important advice given from my friend Kate, speaking your content, try to put your phone down, look at yourself and speak. It's so strange in the beginning. And it's funny now that I look back because I used to cringe so hard. And it was so hard for me to do that, to speak and look at myself. And there was no one around, you know? It's like, who am I speaking to? Like, I look fucking dumb. Just Speak, it really will help you grow confidence. It will help you grow followers-wise. It really makes a big difference. Do a little bit of everything, I think. And if you have a niche, stick to your niche because you will grow way more. But, you know, have fun. Listen, you can be a makeup girly, but also do days in my life and do fashion. Like, you don't have to be in a box. And yeah, and then try different multimedia mediums like... It's fun to try real cameras, edit, like it's fun to edit. It's fun to have nice titles. I mean, I'm giving way, like, I'm literally Yeah, you've, got, you've literally got a, just got a masterclass. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There were so many advice I could give, but these are the main and most important ones, I think. And I think the, one of the best things that you could do is always follow somebody for inspiration. So where could everybody follow you if they're not already following you, which they are following you? No, uh, <laughs> At Luca Mornet. That's my username, both platforms, TikTok and Instagram. And then one day, maybe YouTube. Uh, <laughs> we can talk about that after we, get, after we get off of this. Okay. But thank you, Luca, so thank much. You. I can't wait to see everything come to life that we talked about today. And so you're excited. doing incredible. Oh, you're crushing. You. And, and um, you too. And you're such an inspiration for starting this. Truly, truly. Because... I've always also wanted to start a podcast. I think it's so fun mm. to talk. <laughs> I love talking. And well, you're welcome you on it. my show any day. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. No, and you. bye guys. Bye. 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 Kisses. <laughs> Bisous besties. Thanks for listening to World's Your Oyster. I'm so excited that you're here and I cannot wait to continue growing on this journey with you. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope that you'll subscribe here, wherever it is that you might be listening. And why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube at World's Your Oyster Podcast. We also have an awesome newsletter, so I hope that you'll visit us there at www.worldyouroysterpodcast and hit subscribe as soon as you get to our website. Don't forget, we'll see you next Friday. Bye!